Uh, welcome back to the Magic Missile podcast. Um, we are continuing the Ursuluna campaign, and we are jumping back in at the base of the Middle Delta Mountain. Uh, just a quick recap before we jump into things. Uh, so the Chainbreakers have made their way to Brachev, a giant village in the um, mountain range known as the Cindercrest Mountains. Uh, they were told to go to Brashev to return a cursed battle axe to Eldrag's Horde. Um, Lode had found this axe in an ancient Leviathan, a um, mythical entity that um, provided protection over Ursulonia several hundred years ago. Uh, and the the party has made their way to Brashev and has found their way to the base of this mountain. Um, they've come in contact with a large um, white dragon known as Eldrag and um, found that the, the giants nearby were attempting to take out the, uh, the dragon. Uh, there was a, a deal that had been struck up between these giants and the dragon in exchange for a large portion of the food that the uh, giants would capture. Uh, the dragon would provide protection. Um, but essentially, I won't kill you if you give me food. Um, the new uh, shaman of the giant village, Gatnar, uh, sorry, the, the new shaman of the giant village, Rylus, um, was fed up with this deal and took it upon himself, along with three other hunters, to attempt to ambush Eldrag. The ambush didn't go well. Uh, two of the giants were frozen in place, and Rylus and Muto, uh, the surviving giants, uh, steeled their resolve and attempted to chase after Eldrag as he flew away. The party spent some time discussing things in their um, protective hut and proposed a plan with Rylus that Lode and Rylus would return to Brashev and um, bring back as many giants as they possibly could, um, that Tobar and Rifir would go out and hunt as many sacrifices as many sacrificial animals as they possibly could, and that uh, Voir would investigate the cave system known as the Frost Gauntlet uh, to get a better sense of what lies ahead. Uh, and that is where we pick up. Um, Lode is on his way back from Roshev, uh having brought two additional giants with him. Uh, so it's Rylus and two additional giants. And uh, Rifir and Tobar are returning from their successful hunt where they captured seven elk um, in a brilliant display of taking down animals quickly. And Jean has been hanging out with the, everyone's favorite apple, Davin, in the, the protective hunt.
we jump to Rylus and Load. Uh, Load, on your way back, um, you meet. A, you have met two additional giants. Um, we go back to my notes here and get their their names. Um, coming with you are Vimthor and Bolor. Uh, they are very, they're like Rylus. They're they're fairly fit and and fairly young for for giants. Um, the the rest of the giants um, either didn't show any interest in in coming along with Rylus's plan, or um, just were out looking for for additional animals for their own food supply. Uh, so Vimthor, or, uh, yeah, Vimthor and Bolor uh, are coming with you. Uh, along with Rylus. Um, and so that's guys, Vimthor? Yes, V-I-M-T-H-O-R and Bolor, B-O-L-O-R. Oh, yeah, I mean, load can't spell. So, <laughs> and are they, are they fit in the American phrasing or are they fit in, like, the UK British phrasing? <laughs> um, both. All right. Um, so yeah, the, the, the journey back takes about, uh, two hours and, um, during this two hours, uh, you're more than welcome to, to talk to Rylus if you'd like, uh, or we can cut back to uh, a different group. Yeah. I'm curious to talk to Rylus. Okay. Um, so buddy, do you have a, do you have a plan of attack or are you just going to? Bull rush a dragon, because that's probably what I would do. Well, if we can seal the dragon inside the lair, it can't escape, and at that point, it just becomes me versus the dragon, and whoever wins has the honor. If if I die, I'm di- I'm going to die protecting my village, or doing what I can to protect my village, to provide for my village. Um, so if if I die, then so be it. That is Anam Allfather's path for me. That's a pretty respectable way to go about it. I hope that Rylus you don't die. Nod. I hope so too, friend. All right. I, I perk up a little bit, being told that I'm his friend. Never have never enough friends. Um, how are you going to seal him inside? That's what this staff is is going to be used for. And he points to the staff that's uh, on his back, and you see at the the edge of it where it's curved and, and warped into this this knotted piece of wood. Uh, there's a small. Um, emerald that's that's kind of embedded in the uh the staff with this i can bring down the earth around the entrance to the cave and seal us into the 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 cave system if eldrag has nowhere to run then we can we determine where the the battleground is and are you home how confident are you that you're able to seal all of these all the ways out of the cave? 
The cave system is fairly deep. I'm I haven't explored much of it at all, but our best chance is to to seal the dragon in. I, I will do what I can to to make sure that we have left no escape for Eldrag. And Tyler, I would not have any knowledge of this of this region as far as the land goes, correct? Uh correct. Um you you kind of are are comfortable because it's cold, but uh this isn't a, a place that you've really been around before. Like it's familiar terrain, but it's not something that I know. Yeah. Okay. Alright, that's that's it for me for now. Okay. Uh let's cut over to um Jean and Davfin uh hanging out in the the protective hut. Jean, what are you doing to, to pass the time while everyone is uh kind of out and about? Um I'm going to just kind of strum my loot. And I imagine Jean would be thinking, what the heck is he gonna say to a dragon um to try to make this all work? So I it's really all Jean's doing right now. Um and uh, every time Gaffin talks, he just he's like, shut up. Uh, is is Daffin in the hut? I let him come in and out. You know, if I get upset okay. with him, I, I make him go out of the hut for a few minutes. I, I tell him he's in timeout. So. So Daffin kind of takes a, uh, a seat on the, the ground inside the hut and uh, kind of picks at the, the ground as if he's trying to play with the snow underneath. Uh, but the hut, like, basically cre- creates a protective barrier so, to uh, avoid that. Uh, and he's kind of mindlessly playing with the ground. And you know, you guys are going to die, right? You know, if we die, you die too. Yeah, I, I kind of figured I was dead from the moment I was turned into a goddamn cat. Well, maybe try to be positive for once, you asshole. <laughs> What could it be positive about? I'm stranded in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of assholes who won't give me clothes, won't send me on my way, and uh, they're about to lead me to my death to be frozen to death by a giant ass dragon. Get, let worse. me know what that silver lining is. Could be worse. Please could tell me. Right enlighten right. me. Uh, Jean explains in the most graphic detail that he can uh, how a bone tomahawk works. <laughs> <laughs> As you you continue to explain this, Daffin's like kind of cocky attitude. You you see his face. Actually, roll a roll an insight check. Uh, oh yeah, insight. yeah. So intimidation for me Damn. explaining. Uh, yeah, it was really intimidating uh, for yeah. me explaining the bone tomahawk. And insight was a sixteen. You see for just like a, a flicker on his, his cocky exterior, like true fear starts to grip him. Like this small man is demented. And I, I wish I had never stopped uh, in their, their tracks. Um, and then it quickly goes back to his, his cocky, uh, arrogant exterior. John seeing this uh, says, Look, we're going to get through this, and when we get to a safe area, you know, we're going to let you on your way. So, you know, everything will be fine. Again, just stay positive. We're going to make it through this. And if we don't, honestly, you'll be the first to die, so it won't matter. So, <laughs> Well, at least that's something to look forward to. 
And then I put him back in timeout. I put him outside. I say, I say five minutes timeout. <laughs> and he, he kind of like whatever and just steps outside the, the barrier. Uh, we'll cut over to Voir. Voir, you've been uh, flying around in your broom outside of the, the Frost Gauntlet. You've you noticed that the uh, cave system definitely goes in farther than you expected, and it does become a cave system from this initial canyon. Um, and you, right now you're you're currently hovering above the, the entrance to this canyon area. Um, is there any other exploring you want to do before you head back? Or uh... No, I think I'll just head back, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so within 15, 20 minutes, you're able to head back and, and land back at the hut. You see Dabfin kind of sulking outside the 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 bubble. Um, you almost feel like you could hear some soft loot music uh, coming from inside the, the hut, but you kind of just assume that that's what the hut always sounds like. Why would I assume that? I've been in the hut... <laughs> Um, you haven't really spent too much time outside the hut. Most of your time is spent inside the hut. Mm. All right. Well, I do. Uh, go, I, go, I do go into the hut. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, Jean just chilling by himself. He's almost like leaning back in a chair, uh, just perched back, playing the lute, killing time, just kind of thinking in deep thought. Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll just, um, you know, go start prepping my spells. All right. Uh, so we'll cut back over to uh, Tobar and Rife here. Uh, you all have just uh, felled seven elk. Um, and that is a lot of meat to to wrangle back to the clearing. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, let's see. Seven elk. You've got six, and I'll take one, right? <laughs> uh, I was actually thinking I could take one, and Tobar, I don't know how useful you're going to be in this situation. I guess I could hoist one up on my back, I guess. Try and get its, like, I guess I'm going to kneel down and try and get its, like, not antlers, hooves, its hooves, like, around me and, like, hoist it up on my back. Be like, oh. Uh, roll a strength check. Yes. What is my strength? Uh, sweet. Plus zero. All right. And uh, you get the, the the front legs of an elk around your shoulders and start to stand up. And as you do, the elk doesn't budge. Um. You realize that elk are, are very heavy. In fact, uh, the male elk, some of the male elk that you shot, uh, you estimate weigh about 700 pounds. I don't know what I was thinking here. This is not going to work. Maybe we should get the giants to bring these back. I mean, they'd do that, wouldn't they? More than likely. Um, from a sense, how far did we wander off, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually does on that. I think it was about a half hour out, so not terribly far, but still a little bit of a journey. Um, so I guess for Tobar's sake, 
if I was to use Beast of the Land, which gets me pretty much smoky as a wolf or such, would he be able to drag along one of these? Or are they just too big? Um, I do not believe a wolf can pull uh, over 700 pounds. That's what I figured. That's what I figured, but I just wanted to think. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, we might uh, we might need some giant I, help. Jean did say if anybody needs help for any reason to shoot something in the air, like make a signal of some sort. So yeah, right. we're all yeah. guy, we're all we're all waiting. So, but we also know that you're not going to be able to pull seven hundred pounds either. Yeah, I got magic. I, of course, I can't do that, but I got magic. So <laughs> I'm just thinking. Yeah, Would Tobar guess... know how long the elk can survive in the snow without rotting. Like they're just left here for a day. Uh, Toro would know, and he would know that uh, it would be, it would be fine. Tobar, you hunt a lot. Yeah. I mean, did you get? Does this area? We saw that bear mauling that one elk, but did there look like there were a lot of other predators. Like, if we leave these elk here, are the are the corpses going to get snatched up by something else? Uh, roll a nature check, Tobar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will do that. And then I also wanted to send both birds up to actually just see what they can see as well. Okay, go That's ahead and roll a uh, perception check for them. Okay. Um, I mean, if not, I guess one of us could just stay here, or maybe both of us could just stay here and guard the elk until the giants get back. All right. Uh, so... You know, based off of the tracking that you did earlier to find the elk, that um, there were some older bear tracks, um, but it looked like uh, those were a few days old. You haven't seen anything fresh that would indicate a predator creature around here. Um, and then the the eagles, as they, they fly up, um, the, the trees are a bit too dense to see too much. Uh, but they don't seem to see any um, predators either. Okay. Um, I mean, they should be fine here. You know what? Um, here, help me, help me out real quick, and uh, let's move them. Let's move them around each other, kind of stacking them up on each other. I have an idea. Sure. Basically. Drag and then pretty much, yeah. We want to make a pile of elk. Uh, I don't know if we yeah. can make a pile, but we can put them all like immediately right next to each other. Well, as much we can, as like, we can, like hooves yeah. up on top of bodies and you know stuff like Yo. that. Just right. keeping them close together, and then taking the uh, antlers and locking them together in a way that they can't come apart. Trying to get the hooves and like tie them together and like. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much into a line. What I want to do is uh, mold earth I can use twice. So pretty much I can make a 10-foot cube, I guess, or so. And then I kind of want to just put the dirt over them um, on that. So it kind of buries them into like a into like a mound of dirt, a sand castle, if you will. Okay. Somewhere Logan is really excited. Way. <laughs> uh, I Back. guess I guess we'll just chill here until wait. So, do you think one of us ought to stay here and guard the elk? 
I mean, well, the other one goes back to the others and brings the giants here. I'm pretty familiar with this weather. If you want to run back, I mean, you're going to be quicker and quieter than I am. Sure. That's what you think is best. I'll do that. Yeah. And I'm just going to climb a tree just so I'm off the beaten path. Cool. Okay. Uh, we're going to take off. And... So, right here, it takes you a um, little less than a half hour to get back. Um, just initially orient- orienting yourself uh, with the direction of the clearing and then uh, find your way through the snow and the uh, the low boughs of the tree. You're able to, to quickly make your way back. Uh, Tobar, roll a perception check for me. Eighteen. Um, about fifteen minutes after Rifeir leaves, uh, you hear some rustling uh, about a hundred yards, kind of on the opposite direction from the the clearing. Uh, it kind of rustles through some of the trees and then uh, goes silent again. Okay, I'm just gonna stay right where I'm at and just keep having the birds circle around and just seeing what they can have uh, using. I will cast it a uh, beast sense as well. Okay. Um, so I can pretty much get an idea of what they hear and see as well. Yeah. As, uh, as you do that, you see um, through the one of the, the eel's eyes and see a, lone black or yeah lone brown bear club um kind of rummaging through through some trees and some some bushes uh, about 100 120 yards um in the opposite direction from where rifier went uh it doesn't seem to have have noticed uh the elk pile um and it definitely hasn't noticed you um but you you kind of picked up that there is a cub nearby Okay. Uh, uh, Riker, you make it. it. Cool. Riker, you make it back to the clearing. And uh, about this time, it's starting to be kind of early evening. Um, and the uh, only giant that's that's there is Muto, the um, basically right-hand uh, man to Rylus. Rylus hasn't quite returned yet with Lode and the other giants. Uh, but Muto, um, actually Muto, Klogar, and uh, Blaris the father and son um, who you reunited uh, are are in the clearing, just waiting for um, waiting for Rylus to, to return. Um, Did I ever get Muto's name? Do I know his name is Muto? Um, I, I think through your travel, Blaris probably uh, filled you in uh, as, as you traveled up to the mountain with Blaris. Cool. Uh, Muto. He kind of turns and, and looks down at you. Hi. Uh, we got a pretty big haul. We took down seven elk. Big ones, too. But well, we're not giants. We can't lift them so easily. Where are these elk? About 25 minutes out that way. And kind of looks over in that direction. Those woods have been picked clean. How did you find them? Well, Tobar found them. We ambushed them about an hour ago. Uh, we one is 
awfully talented at the tracking. Uh, come, show me where they are. I will help bring them back. Thanks. Uh, I'll bring them along with me. All right. Uh, so Blaris, uh, Muto looks over at Blaris and Klogar kind of nods. And uh, so the three giants uh, head back to uh, to pick up the elk. Um, and not necessarily something to to role play out every action, but they, they help pick up the elk uh, and bring them back to the clearing. So you now have in the clearing seven elk, uh, Tobar, Rifir, Muto, Blaris, and Klogar. Uh, as well as Jean, Voir, and Davfin, uh, kind of near the um, the hut in the uh, just off of the clearing. Uh, and as you you kind of make your way back with the elk, uh, Rylus and Load, uh, with the the two additional giants, um, make their way back into the clearing. So the uh, the party is fully reunited, and everyone has made their way into the clearing. Uh, it's it's kind of late evening at this point, um, and the it's it's definitely the visibility is def- definitely getting uh, pretty limited. Um, so, what would you like to do now that you are all together again? Uh, check to see if Dappin is still warm in the clothes I gave him. Uh, you you see the tips of his fingers. Actually, go ahead and roll a perception check. I was like, I just get. I was just gonna ask him. So, like, hey, Daphne, how are you doing? Warm or how are you? Kind of looks looks over at you. His clothes are uh, not the thickest. Kind of. They were given to me for reason. My balls off here, but. I mean, I got a hat if that would help. It's like I'll pull out my um for my bag like my uh, black like bandana thing, the more stylish ones. They like mm-hmm. uh, maybe this might help keep your ears warm. Thanks, I I, I appreciate the little bit of kindness you've shown me. If only uh, the rest of your group was as willing to help. He kind of looks over at the the hut where uh, Jean and Voir are still inside. Look over and look back at them and say, "Yeah, they had, we all have a tendency to get tunnel vision." So, yeah, I mean, you know, the situation is what it is. But sorry, you're with us while we're fighting a dragon, or hopefully avoiding a fight with a dragon. I appreciate it. No problem. Turns to the side and goes back to staring at the snow. So he doesn't really have anything else to occupy his time. Cool. Uh, I get, um, where where's Vor? Hello. That was right here in in character, being like, "Where's Vor?" Like looking around for him. Hey. Oh. Did Rifeir come in the hut, or because we're just uh, did he, I thought I thought we were in the clearing, just outside of the hut. Oh, I'm in the hut. Yeah, it's cold oh, as shit right. out there. We're in the hut. Yeah. All oh, right. I guess we'll go in the hut. Like, how is how is scouting the mountain? Uh, good. Yeah. You know, scenic. Thinking about building a summer home out here. 
No, but seriously. <laughs> uh, so I found the entrance. It's, it, is, uh, it looks like it's sort of an underground cavern at the end of a valley. Um, you know, group of caves that connect to one another. It's, it's pretty hidden by the fog and the mist, but I think we'll be able to find it pretty easily. But it, it's going to be, I mean, hard to tell from where I was, but it's not just a cave. It's going to be a, a trial to try and find that dragon. I mean, hopefully this doesn't come down to us finding the dragon in the caves, right? I mean, we're planning on him finding us outside when we try and like strike a deal with him, right? Ideally, but obviously we don't have any way of making him come out. I don't know how long we can wait. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Do we have? Oh, yeah. No. What? What do we know? Uh, I, I mean, we don't. We don't necessarily have a way, right? But I, I imagine. I, I guess I don't know how perceptive dragons are, but I imagine a group of giants and other folks coming to your cave. You would. Would you be aware? Like you would think you would. Should we make some noise? Just have uh, Load play his drum while we walk up make ourselves known even if we are aware white dragons they're animals right i mean it, they're intelligent to an extent right maybe as intelligent as a man but hmm. if if an intruder comes to your house you don't leave your house right but you might go to the front door just to see what's going on and if he sees that we have a bunch of offerings Maybe then, yeah, yeah, then. right. I, I mean, we are trying to strike yeah. peace here. I mean, I'm no, not no. Hey, I'm, yeah. no, and I'm with you as far as our, our goal and everything. No, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm just saying that there is a possibility that if we, if he doesn't come to the door, that we'll, we'll have to go in. What if we all juggle while he approaches to show that you know we are, uh, we come in peace. I rolled a 24. <laughs> then I'll cast greater invisibility. <laughs> I mean, the last thing you'll see is a broom pop out of nowhere. <laughs> but I also think it's courteous to like basically knock when you enter someone's home. So I don't know. We can maybe do a, a bit of both, like announce ourselves, uh, maybe again, play a drum as we approach. Just try to make it clear that we are entering the cavern, you know, after we give it some time, then maybe we go in, but I'm also not looking to just barge into someone's home. Like, that's not going to end well for us. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. It makes yeah. sense to me. Um, okay. Do we need to be invited into the cavern, like like a reverse vampire kind of thing? No, you're, you're just no. thinking of a regular vampire load. No, because in this case, the dragon would be the reverse vampire. What? Load. No, no. just a normal person or like... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I pull out some of the instruments that I have because I have uh, a flute, a horn, a lute, and then my lyre that I'm using. So I could I could pass some some of these out, like the horn at the very least, right? Like someone can play a horn here, right? Load, I mean, you got a pretty pigeon horn earlier. <laughs> well, Load's gonna play the drum. All right. <laughs> someone else should play the horn. We're going to go in like a family band. We're the Partridge family, guys. Um, I can use my illusions to create. If someone can play the harmonica, we can do really good when the levy breaks for audition. <laughs> Tobar, grab the horn. <laughs> uh, 
We, uh, I mean, he should come when we see all the food that we got him. Uh, right, you would think. Like, he'd be able to smell it at the very least. I, I don't know. Depends on how deep the cavern is. What if I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Okay. I mean, again, let's just try to be polite about the whole thing. Let's try not to fight a dragon unless we have to fight a dragon. My, my number one goal don't fight the dragon. Number <laughs> number one priority to me. Don't fight the dragon. But we should be prepared to yeah. fight the dragon. I 100% agree with that. That's the exact right way of thinking about this. So, under my breath, I mutter, I really want to fight a dragon. No, you don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm under gonna my breath, my hand. for you shut your mouth. If I, if I could, like slightly hear, load, I'm gonna like put my hand on his shoulder and be like. I kind of want to fight a dragon too, load. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. So do you think Jean knows any stories about dragons? Uh, roll a history check. All right, dope. I'm just thinking that I could tell a really cool story. Oh, damn, yeah, dude. I tell the best fucking story about a dragon getting old. Uh, you've you've heard of a... You've heard of a dragon, a white dragon um, of of ancient lore um, that was unlike the other dragons in that it had piercing blue eyes. Uh, and some would say it like had a holographic shimmer to it when looked at. Um, it dealt 3,000 damage around. <laughs> Uh, had no special effect it was just a big beat stick i'm loving this story this is dope yeah i tell that story it's amazing <laughs> everybody cheers everyone clapped <laughs> of the white dragon with blue eyes <laughs> That's right. yeah. for trademark sake <laughs> <laughs> that royalty free white dragon with blue eyes <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so, so Tobar's gonna ask, be like, so do we? Do we know the terrain we're going up against? Like, do we know where we're headed? Mm-hmm. Voir scouted it out, so at least we have an idea of where we're going. Once we're inside, we are flying blind, but um, we're gonna hope that we can lure the dragon out um, and just try to appeal to Eldrag. If we cannot go in the cave, it's probably for the best. So, and and to be aware, so leading up to the cave is a valley. Um, and I can't think of many places worse to fight a dragon than in a valley, just as a heads up. Mm. I mean, is it better to be in the cave? You tell us for. I'm not, I'm not much of a tactician, but I, with its ability, its ability to fly is a pretty big advantage for it. Yeah. Well, what if we went in the cave and if we found a good room, if we said, oh, this is the room we're going to try, we stay in that room within the cave, and then we try to lure the dragon to that room, is that worth it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll try that. I, mean, I, think, I think we play it by ear. I mean, I, I don't know how yeah. it's going to go. Um, yeah. but, but I think, yeah, I think that sounds like a good plan. Just And also be aware, right? The dragon, this is its house. It's going to know every part of it better than we do. Right. All right. Well, let's get some shut eye in in the morning. Uh, Shouldn't we let Daffin back into the 
hut before we yeah, I, I, I let him back in i was only uh, keeping him outside for just short periods of time just like oh, tight, tight. five minutes more so just a so we have to give him. permission to let him in uh, yeah so nobody can enter the hut without my permission <laughs> we're all vampires load <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> load to make a pretty sweet vampire though that would be a dangerous vampire oh shit i do have I a know, drum i feel well. like i feel like he's too nice and dumb well you get an intelligence boost true nice thing sort of that kind of vanishes a little bit too i feel i feel yeah. like i feel like canonically vampires are like very cunning and ruthless. And Lotus, neither of those things. Well, Except sometimes of... ruthless. Pretty ruthless. Bone so, Tyler, just real quick, um, and maybe not real quick. Um, while people are going to bed, Tobar is going to go outside the hut and kind of sit down with Smokey. And okay. with him in a bird sense, I'm going to cast my last second level of beast sense and i am going to be able to see through his eyes and stop me if i can't do this because there's literally no range like component on this spell it just is i can see through his eyes and hear what he hears and i'm going to tell him go explore the cave little guy go do your thing and i want him to literally fly into the cave and just scout while i watch Okay. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting that there's no uh, range on that. Yeah, I've been looking on Google and other things just to see if I could find one, but I haven't been able to find one. So totally up to you on like how far it could go. Tyler, like could help. I've seen, <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen people like put beasts in different planes and people scout different planes out. So, I mean, it's up to you how you want to handle it. But I, I've seen people do some crazy stuff with beast sense. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm I'm up for um, the the ability to basically follow along with that that beast for a while. Um, let's have it make a perception check with disadvantage uh, because okay. you are flying in a super snowy condition at night uh, in unfamiliar territory. Now, <laughs> so you're you're uh, you're flying as this, or you're you're seeing through the eyes of this bird, and you scan the side of the mountain for quite a while. Um, what what feels like twenty thirty minutes, and all you see is just mountainside. The the snow um, obscures basically all of your vision, and you're not able to make out where any of this stuff is you're just basically able to see the mountainside cool okay um and then as Smokey comes back um i'm gonna tell him you know it's okay little guy um but i need you to do another one or another thing for me and i am going to dismiss him and turn him back into Smokey, as we all know which is the um the wolf okay and then that's going to be my night and I'm going to go to bed. All right. So you all uh, rest for the night uh, inside the um, the hut. Um, and let me make sure I have the. Um, 
the language of Tiny Hut correctly. You want me to link it? I got you. Uh, I'm I'm reading the. No. Okay. Linked it regardless. Okay. Um. I need everyone to make a perception check with disadvantage as you are asleep. Passive perception? Fuck. Twelve. Uh, I I could easily I like I, I could auto fail based off of passive perception. I don't want to give an actual chance to pick this up. Can I go with my passive then? <laughs> it's 18. <laughs> 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 Ooh, the nat 20 on the second one that's Yo. rough yeah Oof. yeah uh yeah so um you all go through the the night um fairly comfortable although it's a raging blizzard outside uh the hut kind of keeps everything a nice comfortable dry temperature so you all sleep through the night um fairly well um you wake up in the the morning um to the sound of giants screaming um blaris and clogar both each with their with with uh shock um are, are the first giants that you see and they're they're pointing um at muto who is encased in ice uh rylas you see has ice that goes uh within a, a few feet of him but appears to have missed him uh entirely um and one of the the two giants that you brought back uh, also is encased in ice it looks like a line of ice went through uh hit muto and this other giant um and you see that five of the elk that were sitting outside the uh the hut in the clearing uh are now gone well that dragon's an asshole um jean runs out and i try to see what i can do to help people uh by healing them and kind of stabilizing them and um all of that you'll have to let me know um i got medicine kits um five to be exact and i i don't know if i necessarily want to use spells and actions because i know i know what's coming up but i i definitely bust out the healer's kit i bust out the uh spare the dying uh cantrip just trying to kind of stabilize people and keep people up okay um you're able to uh actually use that on muto despite being uh almost entirely in case nice you see that a, a portion of his his shoulder uh and his his right arm is uh exposed to the air uh which means you're you're able to to kind of cast that that touch spell for spare the dying so if the ice were to, to melt around him you have a, a strong chance or a strong feeling that he would be um at least stable um but for the the time being he's encased in ice uh the the other giant uh bolor uh appears to have been fully encased and you're not, a, not able to reach him uh the the healing kit uh you're not able you, there's no one really that was directly wounded by by this it was just the the kind of uh ice encasing that um 
the the two giants had suffered from. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run up to uh, John and pull out my sword and say, like, how can I help? Do I, do, like, start chipping away at this ice? Yeah, um, let's start yeah. chipping away at it and uh, uh, see if we can at least. Uh, and, and so I, I say, hey, break this guy out first, the one that I was able to at least spare his life. Um, let's get him free um, and next to a fire. And then. And I'm also right here is like chipping this ice away as well as he can while like every now and then looking up at the sky to be like seeing if something's going to come back down on us yeah cool um what are the rest of you guys doing just i'm just kind of keeping an eye out okay yeah i'm gonna be on overwatch as well I'm over with my hand axe, trying to help out with eyes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, between the two of you, that actually really helps out a lot, uh, and it takes a, about a uh, uh, it takes about a half hour for for you to chip away at enough ice for for Mudo to kind of come free, um, and he stumbles forward, kind of falling into the snow, unconscious, um, and you are are able to with Blaris and and Rylus and Clogar's help uh, bring him over to a fire um, and he's stabilized and uh, unconscious but at zero hit points currently don't know how much help he's going to be um. Rylus looks over to Clogar it doesn't make sense for both of us to be venturing in to danger there needs to be at least one shaman that lives through this to tell the tale and protect the village if i die you you are the shaman of rashev i need you to take care of of muto i need you to stay behind and protect him clogar kind of nods solemnly looks down at, at muto who's Gray skin looks a little more pale and and cold. Um, I will do what I can. I I will keep him safe. Back in the village might be the safest place for you guys. Yeah, don't wait for us. Just go back now. Well, I don't know, man, if that dragon gets mad. I mean, realistically, probably not in the village itself. Right, that's what I'm thinking, too. You know, maybe hang out for an hour. We're going to go mess with some stuff. Um, I'm going to use my hat of disguise to just put on like a really badass look for Jean. I'm still going to look like myself, but I'm going to change all my clothes. Going to look like a little like armored man, little Balnor boy. And um, uh, yeah, Uh, I don't know. I give like a Braveheart style speech, you know, getting everybody pumped up. Um, Then we... uh, I, I say, are we ready to take off? Uh, roll a performance check. Oh, no. Historically, those have not been great for me, but 23 is not bad. Okay. <laughs> load load oh, shouts no. out. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> but he shouts out like a hype beast. He's like, let's go! <laughs> uh, um. So as, as you give this speech, uh, the... 
um, snow kind of picks up around you. Um, and the the speech somehow like gives warmth to uh, the the party and to the the giants nearby. Um, you feel kind of a, a somewhat familiar magical essence, uh, very powerful magic um, kind of flow through you as you give this speech. And everyone gets uh, nine temporary hit points. Cool. Hell yeah. I don't. Yes, I do. I was like, I don't know how to put temporary hit points in. I do. Figured it out. Smart. Okay. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, That's right where it says temp. <laughs> as Tobar is listening to this, he is also going to cast. Um, so I'm going to go back to spells. Uh, aid. And I'm going to cast it on myself, um, John, and Vor. So we both get five as well, um, extra tip, hit points for the next eight hours. That's huge. I know it is for you. I got six, it's like uh, one-sixth of my health. <laughs> I'm aware. I just looked at your health and went, oh, dear. Uh, 14. 14 altogether. Yeah. yeah. Moment there. I couldn't add. All right. But, uh, so, who did you give that to? Um, not you. Darn. <laughs> everybody but you. <laughs> Sorry, everybody but me and Load. I think we yeah, you and Load are fine. At your hit points. <laughs> well, and, and and I'll try to try to help you guys out as well, and make sure that toy toy nobody gets got. All right. Um, what's the plan? Load, lead. I hop up on your shoulders. Do I know which direction to go? <laughs> Fucking Frodo style. I love it. Um, I point like Gandalf. <laughs> you might need to rewatch uh, the movies. At what point was Gandalf on Frodo's shoulders? <laughs> yeah, for as big of a Lord of the Rings fan as you say you are, I don't remember that part at all. Uh, so when they're leaving Rivendell, um, Frodo goes, Gandalf, I don't know the way. After they did this huge heroic mm-hmm. thing, it was like almost this like little comedic moment where he goes, Gandalf, I don't know the way. And he just kind of nudges him in that direction. Uh, he, says, right, he says right or left. Oh, and that's what it is. And then Gandalf kind of like... Either whispers or like points subtly yeah. or something. It's yeah. an adorable moment. It's just it a, nice a good moment. That's yeah. a good moment. But so, Gandalf was not on Frodo's shoulders. Well, that's just not how you remember it. I remember it differently. Yeah. Oh, you remember. He was just standing over Frodo that it looked like he was on his shoulders. <laughs> that's right. Hell yeah. He's tall enough. But Frodo is the one who carries the cursed weapon. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> So anywho, um, um, so I, I show load and load starts leading the way and uh, the crew follows, I guess. All right. Uh, so you make your way towards the Frost Gauntlet, a large rock uh, canyons start to give way into a uh, more narrow cave structure. Uh, the cave still being about 60 feet across. Um and as you, you start to, to get closer to the, the cave entrance, you see that in between layers of, of rock are layers of ice that kind of uh, pour through, giving a, a almost transparent ice, uh, window-like structure through this, this, ice, uh, this cavern. Um, and as you kind of enter the cave a little bit further, 
we can go to our map. We all TKO. I'm the map. Just like Anna. Back to strong. As you uh, as you get a little bit closer and you see a fork in the the cavern, and off on one side, about fifty feet ahead of you, uh, is a snowy owl bear curled up, uh, currently sleeping uh, in the the kind of mid morning, um, and hasn't noticed your presence yet. I turn back to the group, guys. There's a fork in the road. Which way do we go? <laughs> hey, I point out the owl bear to the to the group. There is a bear. We better take the fork and uh, not the spoon or knife and uh, better take the fork in the road. Jesus Christ, you guys. Uh, everybody <laughs> except for Voir take a D4 of psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that. he's a god. <laughs> say that from the dragon. <laughs> I don't even know how to do <laughs> that game mechanic. I am uh, lifting straight from uh, the Dungeons and Daddies podcast, uh, where a uh, bad dad joke um, gives the teller uh, inspiration and gives everyone else. Uh, a 1d4 of psychic damage. So, yeah. holy crap. Uh, you know, I kept meaning to tell you how much I like that rule and how much I, I'm so glad that it's not an R campaign. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a good thing. And now we're here. <laughs> Wait, so do I get inspiration? You do get inspiration. Oh, yeah. Do we all see this owlbear? Is it pretty obvious? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. The the lighting in this this cavern, um, it's not quite low light. It's the the ref- the ice in this this cavern have illuminated some internal source of light, and it kind of is cast throughout this entire uh, cavern. There are shadows, and there are are darker places in it, but for the most part, it's, it's fairly easy to see everything in this this kind of area. Um, so you have no problem seeing this, this owl bear ahead of you. Can I roll a, a check to see how much I know about owl bears? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Roll a, uh, roll a nature check. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, weird bear that kind of also looks like an owl head. Does Ryfear know anything Who's about that? owl bears randomly? Uh, Tobar does. Uh, feel free to roll a nature check right here. I mean, I guess Ryfear would just ask Tobar. Like, Tobar, you're the nature person. I mean, some call it an owl bear. Hmm. I wonder <laughs> how I got that name. Um. Yeah, Tobar, you know that all bears are nocturnal for the most part. Um, they they hunt at night and um, sleep during the the day. And this it looks to be the the den uh, for this this bear. Um, you know that they they often hunt alone, uh, so you're pretty confident that this is um, by itself. Um, 
why wouldn't the dragon yeah. eat this thing? Like, why would he allow it to live in the cavern here? Guard off the little people that he doesn't want to take care of. I guess maybe it's just more trouble than it's worth. Should we should we nuke it? Like, should we all just smack Honestly, it? In the face? He he sleeps during the day, so we don't. We can pass it. Let's just go the other way. Well, we got giants with us, man. They're they're not quiet people. Also, if it wakes up, if and if we get into a fight with this dragon somehow, is this thing going to join us? It seems to be subservient no. to the dragon. Or, it's, so it, it's, we're going to have to fight it if it wakes up. But, I mean, let's try and pass it. I mean, if we have if to it fight works, it when it wakes great. up. great. If it doesn't, then we have to fight it. And we are fine fighting it. But there's no reason just to kill to kill. Right, I hear that. Uh, I hear that. But at the same time, why not get the surprise on it, right? Yeah. Let's at least try it. You're going to wake it up out of a sleep. I don't know too many people who can wake up right out of a sleep and just start swinging. A bear can. A bear can absolutely do that. <laughs> That's no, a very good thing. Just trust me on this, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do... Uh, does anybody have Pass Without Trace that they can throw on us? <laughs> nope. I believe right. actually Rightfear does. I mean, I do, but I'd have to spend a key point. I'm going to need those to fight. So. Everybody roll that stealth. 25 for Rajan. <laughs> Holy cow. I vanish in the night. <laughs> it's daytime. Uh, the, even on a nat one, it's still a 12. No, no, Tobar, I, have my, I have my new feature, Bountiful. Uh, but I, I just made that great. great I, know, and everything, I know. I'm the one going to wake it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, it's fine. He fucking falls over backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the giants actually did a damn good stealth check too. Great. Um, they, they rolled a 19. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, you happened to sneak by the owl bear without waking it. Um, as, as you kind of walk by, uh, load steps a little bit on the ice that kind of cracks under his, his feet a little bit. Um, and you wait for a second, the owl bear kind of shifts, but overall doesn't move. Um, doesn't doesn't wake up. Nice. Uh, so are you guys going down the the right path here? I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Mm. The non owl bear path. <laughs> this there, moving all sorts of people all over the place. All right. So uh, you. Make your way down this this right tunnel uh, and through the cave a little bit further, and it kind of opens up into this this first real clearing. Uh, and you you see a wall of icicles uh, coming out of the uh, the far wall, um, very much in the configuration of spikes. Um, but aside from that, the uh, the room looks pretty clear. I ask if one of the giants would like to go first. Um, Rylus, like, confidently steps forward. I've got this. And he steps forward. And you see him kind of, as he, he walks, he starts to walk a little bit slower and, and as if he's walking through a... Uh, uh, walking through water, almost. Um, and... Then he makes his way through 
to the other side. I hop on Lud's shoulders. I say, all right, let's go. All right. Uh, load, roll an athletics check with disadvantage because you have Jean on your shoulders. Still better than Jean rolling an athletics check, I promise you. 11. Uh, so as you get uh, about 10 feet into this this room, uh, you feel out of seemingly the the way that you came, a burst of wind uh, blows into you and uh, starts to drag you closer to the spikes. Uh, you get uh, pushed within 10 feet of the spikes. Uh, if you'd like to, to move forward, um, go ahead and make a, another athletics check. Would I be able to throw John off of me first? Or no? I could do like a, a leap while you throw. Like we could do like a, a double duty here. Uh, if I'm going to see them and I'm going to like call out to them, but not super loud. Like, guys, guys, why don't I try and get to the other side and throw you a rope? Sound good? Yeah. And drag you across the ice. Can I make a, can I make a, an acrobatics check instead of an athletics check? Um, yeah. It's gonna I'll run. It's going to run on the wall. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Describe, describe how you, uh, you get across. <laughs> I'm going to find the least slippery part of the tracking ground between the wall and the, and the floor here and see if I can start using that to sort of like either, trek my way or if i find a solid enough part of it to run across the wall ninja gun style okay cool sweet so go ahead and roll your athletics check or acrobatics check no uh as you do uh you start to to get close to to run along the wall and your your foot steps on a bit of ice and your your it kind of loses purchase and uh, you kind of fall to to one knee, and the wind starts to pull you this way, and you are also now within ten feet of the the spikes. Uh. I guess I would just see if I can give John my rope and throw him, yeah, towards the other side. Load. How far can you throw an axe? Um, like your your hand axe, sixty feet. And how heavy is that axe? <laughs> Four pounds. Okay, I'm about thirty pounds. Oh, I can throw I can throw a four pound javelin, hundred and twenty feet. Okay. Okay, don't kill me, (laughs) but give me give me a good toss. But also, it would go through the air better. I feel like. What do you think would be a good middle ground there, Tyler? Um, I I think it if you roll well enough, you could probably throw Jean the distance that you need to get out of uh, harm's way but if not it might not end great for for sean i i also can do like acrobatics at the same time so like i could like (laughs) you absolutely would to to make sure that you land without sliding on the ice that you land on uh you would have to to roll an acrobatics check if load load throws you load you throw me i'll roll acrobatics and that way we're both meeting to our strengths and i'll keep the rope in my hand, and then I'll give it to Rylus when I get to the other side. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to roll, Tyler? Uh, roll a strength check. Fucking A. I know, 
Very nice. Not to the yes. So, like a a, a halfling torpedo, uh, Jean is launched through the air and like swan dives perfectly uh, over the ice. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, athletic check, and then describe how you you land or how you'd like to land. So I guess it depends on nineteen. Yeah, describe how you land because uh, uh, that does it. I I land right in Rylas's arms. Like he he catches me like a baby. Uh and I hand him the rope. Like like it was no big deal like what we just did. Like it was totally cool. Like oh, I think you want this. So Rylas uh looking kind of ahead towards the the next hallway down the the next chamber uh turns to see this halfling flying towards him in the air. Catches him almost like a football. Uh, about the same size proportionally and looks down at you confused and then pulls the the rope like a piece of floss out of your your hand and sets you down using one hand kind of just holds the rope uh waiting for um load to make it across and then uh, load uh if you want to use the rope to get the rest of the way across and right here since you are in front of load uh, you can also use this rope. Uh, you can roll a um, roll a dexterity check with advantage since you have the rope to hold on to. Tight. Uh, I will do that. Oh no! <laughs> How does my feature work with disadvantage? Is it? Do I still get to use it? Uh, let me read the. Doesn't he say? Uh, didn't he? Didn't you say advantage or disadvantage? Uh, you would. You're rolling with uh, advantage. Sweet. So oh, he, not a big difference to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just means that you can't re-roll that not one. Oh shit! Yep. Wait, why not? Because it's oh, advantage. Yeah. 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 So right here is able to to make it across uh, and use the the rope. He kind of stabilizes himself. The wind's kind of picking up and uh, almost like a a uh, water skier uh, slides a little bit and uses that to to kind of move over towards Rylas. Uh, Load on the other hand uh, sees Jean perfectly land in Rylas's arms uh, and is super excited. Uh, and starts to to run forward and immediately uh slips on the ice and then slides into the uh the spikes just a second Tyler um so right as I see him slip I'm going to immediately cast mold earth right behind him and a five foot wall of dirt is going to pop up right behind him and try and stop him okay so between him and the spikes you mean yeah 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 okay uh, yeah, I, I will say that stops him from uh, from hitting the spikes, and that that little patch there is now kind of a a brace from the uh, the wind. Cool, that's the only thing that hurts now is my pride. <laughs> I say, so I say right, kind of gets back up and <laughs> stands, leans against the the uh, five foot wall of of earth now, uh, and <laughs> is not in. Uh, in danger of hitting the spikes at this moment. Are the other people able to reach the rope? 
Um, I would say that the rope is kind of over where you and Rifier were. Uh, so in order to get to the rope, they would have to make it to here. So okay. Jobar and, and Voir. The other point, giants are able to use their large size and uh, wait to, to kind of walk their way over, brace themselves and make their way over. The wind doesn't impact them as much. I told Jobar, they're jump very on one heavy. of their shoulders. Oh, no. Um, so I'm going to look at Voir as they're going across and go, hey, trust me, get down on your hands and feet or hands and knees and crawl alongside me and we will get across no problem and i'm gonna mold earth right in front of me so it's kind of between myself where the wind is going and the wall and i'm going to literally use the two step pool two steps on this one of i can cast it twice to put one Mm -hmm. right where i'm at and then the next one we walk up and then kind of just ladder it up along with vor walking right next to me and he should as long as he crouches down uh be able to move under the five foot wall but Vor can yeah fly. um yeah, yeah the, wind. the wind would then yeah <laughs> that's fair that's fair mm-hmm. yeah yep that sounds great to me let's do that <laughs> yeah um at that point i i can't even like i'm not even gonna make you real set that, that is a great solution um you're you're able to to basically buffer yourself from the the wind and make it to where the the wind doesn't affect you as you make it across cool uh so the the group of you comes to uh this kind of next fork in the road as you you kind of uh see off to the left there is a large empty um empty room um kind of looks nice and peaceful there does look to be um actually you can't see it from where you're at and there is a uh a cave path off to your to your right. Am I able to get over the ice as well? Uh, yeah, I would say with with uh, some time and uh, grabbing the rope, you're able to make it across. Worst comes to worst, I'll use the same method that Vor and I did for you. Yeah. So you all are are now in the 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 group in this tiny hallway here. So what did you say was in this room or do we need to go in there to find uh, there's there's nothing that you can see in this this room oh. here. OK. Um, but you you can see a, a hallway off on the the far side of the room that kind of continues on and is up here another hallway, Tyler. Yeah, there's a hallway here that leads okay. up, let's say north. And then uh, there's a large room here and it leads to what looks to be a another kind of T-junction over here. Um, and then do I see... I, he's probably flying through here, but just looking, do I see any footprints or tracks or anything like that coming through, um, like, where we're at? Make a perception check. Uh, you... Don't really see any signs of any footprints, tracks, any anything like that. I would say let's keep to the shadows, guys, and let's not go into huge, big rooms where we could be ambushed. Yeah, that way is close to the Albear anyway. I say we just here's, keep going up. Here's a random question. Did we leave Daffin out in like the tiny hut or something, or is he like with us in this dungeon? Nah, but- he's technically with us. He has no weapons and no 
anything. Uh, so there's no sense in creating a token for uh, a pawn that can't do anything uh, except for cower in fear as uh, you all fight things. Yeah, uh, so he's we didn't he's just leave kind him of out silently coming along. No, I cool. think that'd be just as bad, man. I mean, this is not a great area. So we leave him to cuddle with the owlbear. He comes in riding on a fucking owlbear. Also, Tom, you're <laughs> muted. <laughs> um, I'm okay with not checking out the big room, but if the goal is to find the dragon, I think we've got better odds if we're checking out the large rooms. Makes sense. They're quite big. Checks out. Yeah. What do we I want? Don't, I don't see cool. any paths or, or I don't see any footprints around, though. So it's not like he's highly traveled in here. Yeah, we, but he must be deeper. If he's not in the in near us, then he would have to be deeper. So there's got to be some different entrance than we can see. So that entrance could just as easily lead to this big room as any of them. Indeed, indeed. All right, where are we going? Uh, we could send somebody sneaky to go check it out. Right here. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go for it. I mean, right here a tow bar, sure, but I mean, it's dark, so right here might have the advantage with his shadow moves. That's true. Yeah, you can just flash behind or flash back to us, even if necessary. So, I cast yeah, a shadow. Nice. Outside the box thinking. <laughs> Let's. Uh, all right. So I'm going to head up this way. Right. Sorry, no, man. I think you're going into that big room. You're going to check out that yeah. hallway. All right. I guess I'm going to step ahead and say I'll probably be right back to everyone and then just sort of head off that way. Okay. Um, movement. You uh, going in stealthy? Are you? Yeah, I'm going to try uh, and sneak in, stay as close to the walls as possible. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Sweet. Very nice. Good roll. Uh, Yeah, you are able to confidently sneak into the room. Feel free to to move yourself to where you would like to go explore in this large room um, because you feel like you confidently are able to explore without being seen. Coolio. And as you enter this very large room, uh, you do see uh off in this direction a another set of hallways that kind of branch off of here as well as uh make a perception check oh all righty then a four <laughs> i'm in a room i think i'm the best of times it was the worst of times <laughs> you you do see um you do see that the owl bear up near the front is still sleeping. <laughs> you, uh, you do see ice. <laughs> it's there is everywhere. some ice around you. Um, and you are in a room. I, I, I'm going to, yeah, going to dramatically fade back to the group into one okay. of these shadows out to one of the shadows that's, I guess, cast by the giants. Uh, as of... you, you come up right behind Rylas, he kind of turns and 
isn't expecting to see you and he jumps uh as you you startle him uh oh how <laughs> how are you doing that oh you know i tried to explain it to someone once and i realized i just don't have the vocabulary for that but uh yeah anywhere that's dark i can just be there if i want to sorry to startle you little warning would be nice next time. I'll get And Rylus kind of looks forward a little bit. You cast a big shadow. I'll, I'll give you a, a heads up. Um, he nods. Just say, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, what is this fascination with bats? Harvey <laughs> <laughs> Dent. <laughs> Can we trust him? Can we trust him? In an order that might surprise you. That's what I I there's the the room itself has nothing in it. Uh, there are a few clearings off to uh, one to that far direction, and the other one back in the direction of the owl bear. Um, I couldn't really see deep down into them without going in them physically, so can't really tell you much about what's beyond but the room itself should be safe. <laughs> so let's uh let's go that way. I mean, it seems safe, right? Yeah. Like my my thought process is I don't know what's up north, but I know what's that way because Rylus Ryla, uh Rifer just told us, so we might as well go that way, right? Mhm. We could always have him check north too. Do you want me to? Shouldn't be a problem. Yep, go up check it. Let us know. All right. Excuse me. Oh, do you, uh, um, you want me to make another stealth check to check the room? I north? sure do. Swiggity sweet. <laughs> a twelve. Twelve. You have a decent sense that you're you're stealthy enough. Let me check something real quick. Okay. Yeah. You have a decent sense that you're stealthy enough. Uh, cool. How far up do you go? I am going up about this far. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, so you see maybe a little bit. The, the, like right there. You see that the, the tunnel kind of splits off in two directions. One continues uh, further north, if you want to think about it that way. And then one goes uh, east and looks like it opens up into a, another room. Sure. Do I give another perception check? Um, yeah, I'd say go ahead and give a perception check. Tight. A five. Oh, no, man. Uh, you are seeing a lot of ice um, and... Some interesting plants that you haven't seen before, uh, kind of a bluish, uh, eel-colored um, plant that looks to almost be made of the ice that surrounds it, um, and that kind of catches your eye. That's about all you see. I guess fade back to the bros here. <laughs> okay. Um, pop up here. And all right. Yeah, I... Uh, Everything's such a similar color with all the sheets of ice that coat everything. It's sort of hard to make out specific details. Um, 
it looks like two more crevasses go that way. Go slightly off to the right for one, keep left for the other. I have no preference of where right. we go, but I can't imagine. We're going to vote on it. Everybody who wants to go north, raise your hand. Everybody. All right. Sure. Oh, why north not? It is. Yeah. All right. So we go up north. Okay. All right. Um, I'm stuck. Let me get you out of the rocks here. There. Um, about how long has it been? Since we've entered, Tyler, just uh, I'd say about 15 minutes. Okay, I'm just trying to get like how quick we're moving through here. So, okay, yeah, it's it's not been long. You've snuck past an owl bear, um, slid yeah. past some some spikes, and now you're making your way downtown. Nice, um, walking fast. Walk. Yep. Al Bear's passing, and I'm homebound. Uh, so, as Rifier mentioned, there is a bit of a fork because um, goes north a bit, and then a room off to the east. Um, Jean, since you're up front, I'll, I'll just have have you uh, roll the the perception. Um, I guess there isn't necessarily marching orders here, but um you do see the uh the same plants that Rife here was was talking about the the bluish ice covered uh plants that seem to be growing out of the the rock um which look a little odd i uh, I, I pick one and i i put it in my pouch okay let's go uh, you have water. some some ice plant uh-huh <laughs> I wonder if the dragon smokes these things. Nice. It's actually rife here in an attempt to make a really bad joke because he has just a horribly dry sense of humor. And more psychic damage. <laughs> it's not even a dad joke. Don't encourage him. It's just a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so around about here, Tobari is going to cast Pass with a Trace. Tight. Okay. Everyone, when we do stealth checks, gets plus 10. All right. Cool. Um, which way are you guys going? Uh, up okay, north. Take me to spec or, okay. I was about to say, do you guys want me to go check it out? See what? See what's up? I think we chose north. Like, let's just continue north, right? Okay. Works for me. As you continue north, uh, you come across a room with a larger clearing. Uh, and you see engraved into the ground, almost glowing with a a dark purple energy, uh, are, are runes that you, you see kind of emblazoned into the ground. And um, along one of the, the walls is a scrawled note that seems to have been... Um, almost like nailed into the rock uh, that um, is is kind of visible as you walk in. Um, and I have made the note, the contents of that note visible. Uh, I think you should be able to see it. 
the markings yes. on the ground or yeah okay yeah. Uh, um, do any of us recognize what language that is i mean i might actually have that spell. i could oh no i do not that was wrong sorry is that so as you is that written in giant uh it is not <laughs> on the off chance um, Draconic. So, is anybody going over to to check the note? Yeah, I'll check. sure. Mm-hmm. And I okay. would like to use comprehend language as well. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, was... So as you um, as you look at it, it doesn't look to be in a language of of a decodable nature. Um, it's it does have kind of an arcane element to it. Okay. It's, uh, this looks more of a war kind of situation here. This is outside my realm of expertise. Vor, I'll give you a help action if you want to do an arcana check. Yeah, Vor will uh, check it out. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll arcana check. Uh, nice. 21. Uh, you do know these as a specialized uh, form of a glyph of warding. Uh, that if the line is passed uh, and you don't have the the kind of proper um, diffusal mechanism, uh, that bad things can happen. Um, and who said that they were going to go grab the note? Uh, me and John, right? Yeah, a couple of us, yeah. Okay. Uh, so as you, you go to grab the note, um, you see that this is what it says. Uh, if these rune words be revealed, you'll find the anagram that lies concealed. A cryptic meaning it may yield of an object that one can wield. The item won't be far afield. For, it, for with it, your path shall be unsealed. All right. Should uh, so, I, I read it uh, aloud to the group, and uh, I ask, should we kind of fan out and try to find this object? I don't like the idea of fanning out, but my best guess is just somewhere in this ice cavern is something that helps us get past these runes. It yeah. says there's an anagram, but I'm not seeing the letters. What's an anagram? This uh, is right here. Really oh. Could have just said scrambled word. Go ahead and uh, roll a perception <laughs> check for me. Var right here. Var? Uh, let's have everyone in the room. All right. What are we rolling? Sorry. Uh, perception. 12. All right. I'm, just, I'm just doling out 12s like they're fucking candy. All, like, all of the 12s. The dirty so, dozen so squad. Uh, as you're, you're looking around, um, Vor's kind of talking about the the anagrams and and what it means and you see uh emblazoned like kind of carved in the stonework around the the cavern um you actually see similar runes with um kind of a a short description in common Uh, so i will go ahead and you see one off to your left no i can't read that yeah, okay. it's cut off. It's all. Oh, I yeah, am. I'm, I'm looking to fix it real quick. Okay, no, no worries. I didn't know what you. That should be better. Okay, cool. 
chain. Shit. Okay. We don't um, do well with those. Oh, cool. All right. So there's five letters in chain and five ruins. Ruins. So maybe we assume that each of those letters corresponds to one of the ruins. At oh. least to get us going. And then maybe that'll make an anagram for the seven letter word. But you said you saw more than one of these, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, he saw with the 16, he saw two of them. There's the other jug. All right. I'm going to cover up the rules with these. So which of the letters here are also in that one that's on the ground? Which of the runes? Uh, N is, it looks like, is the third one. A. A is. uh, Well, A is the third one, right? What? No, isn't I'm trying to think. Isn't N the third one? Uh, I mean, well... Third one on the ground. Third one on the ground. Oh. No. uh, That's not the same one. The one that is... That's in. Third one in is in. Yeah. Yeah, Third in is in. The one fifth to where you said that one was the third. The one that was the fifth over from it. That one is A. A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have G something in space something a something a um that's g and i what do we got here g n a g i mhm and we're missing two letters we have G twice. Oh yeah, we do have G twice. No, those are different. Those are different from one another. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say those don't because they kind of like wrap up. Oh yeah, yeah. The first oh, you one, know what? That first G. one's not a G. Yeah. Yeah. The one at the very far end is the I, right? Yeah, very far end. Yeah, far right. That's an yeah. I. Mm-hmm. Far east. Huh. Yeah, the far east. Yeah, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we're looking, we're missing something here. We're missing a couple things to get us through. Can I, um, now that I know that I'm looking for something, can I perception again? Yeah, go ahead and roll another perception. And in, in fact, now that you kind of get the, the idea, everybody go ahead and roll one more perception. Go down for another 12. Yeah. Gus, one another. I'll give you what's called a baker's dozen. Here's another 12. Oh, it's less. Nope. Damn. Vlar and I are really obsessed so, with these few that we have. Yeah, we're looking at the ground. We're really <laughs> focused on this. Tobar is is able to to kind of point out in the rest of you see uh, a few more. Let me move it so it's not covering the um, things here. Oh, map. Uh, and if you want to see the original uh, inscription and, and stuff, let me know and I can move things out of the way. Um, yeah, you're good. Let's see. And you are able to see one more. We got an M. Okay, we got a bunch more now. Yeah. A. T. 
Mm-hmm. Is that A? Ten. So T. Ten. T and one. Tobar uh, on the, the far side of the uh, the cavern room underneath where uh, you see this this basket uh, inscription. You Magic. see a stone chest uh, that is is sitting over there, um, kind of underneath this. Can we see the rhyme again, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, because so it's ten magi, mm-hmm. but I think it's an anagram for something else. Well, I think that anagram does something for us. Like that's not the only piece of this. No, agreed. But I think ten magi is an anagram of something. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's an object that one can wield. An item won't be far afield, for with it your path shall be unsealed. So ten magi, an anagram for an item. I'm busting out the pen and paper. Right, right my embassy contemplating pen. this in his head. No, I definitely have a pen and paper. Ten <laughs> magi. Um... Uh, Josh, think of words that start with an M. Pretend like it starts with an M and see if you can figure it out. Steve, pretend like it starts with an N. Matt, what do you want me to do? G? Go bar something. Okay. Uh, Mike, how about E? I'll take e. I. E. Magnet? Oh, shit. Uh, no, it was an I. Yeah, I know. But... Mag- is there magine? Magine? Is that a weapon? I don't know. Magneti. <laughs> Magneti. That's like That's just C, right? Yeah. You can spell out the word imagine, but you'd leave out the T. I think you can also spell meeting with like an A, like meet ing. Well, you couldn't say imagine. That takes this, this is some creative problem solving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking of M words. Don't worry. <laughs> um, roll a intelligence check for me. Cool. All of us? Yeah. Tight. You get named Tig. Dude, you got named Tig? It's pretty dope. I feel like that's right up Lodes Alley. <laughs> At 20. Hell yeah, dude. So, Vor and Rife here, uh, you you feel like you're onto something with it starting with an M. Like, you're, you've, you feel pretty convinced that you've, you've got something there. An M? <sighs> Let's see. M. A. Also, right here, um, you you think about uh, what where you are uh, the the 
person, the things that a, a dragon would be interested in and um, like a, a, a glyph that a, a dragon would, would likely uh, put in place. Hmm. Are they sharing this knowledge of the M with us? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'd say, yeah. Uh, so it definitely seems like it would start with an M. And what about... I mean, thing to keep in mind is the dragon wrote this, right? So, hey, Voir, do dragons dragon. look for love? What? Yeah, they no. do mate. Sure. Wait. Yeah. Mating. I guess that would make sense. Mating. Yeah. Mating uh, doesn't have an e in it. M a t i n g. Mm-hmm. No e. No E, though. You're missing any there. Maybe we don't use everything. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the puzzle. I've got the word, guys. Stupid. It's me. Uh, it's me. <laughs> we just don't use the other letters. Yeah. The answer. Add, it's me. Add an E so to mating. Great. Add an E to mating and it's meeting. I came up with meeting. <laughs> it's meeting like M-E-A-T. Like me. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I said. Like, that's what like I was like my first thing me. I said. Oh, all right. With e words, and I was like, I got eating, and then I put meeting in front of it. So, I mean, that, uh, John, that makes sense to me. Like a dragon would be meeting, right? It'd be eating meat all the time. That's what you'd call that, right? Meeting. I'm over here, like man. Oh shit, guys! It guys, could be guys. two words. I think it is two words. I'm thinking M-I-N- like man. M i n t a g e. Mintage. Say it again. Sorry. What? Mintage. What's mintage? Um, it has to do with money. As as you you say that the glyphs kind of turn, and they glow a, a brighter purple. Oh shit! Nice. Well nice. done. Nick didn't have the vocabulary for this challenge. <laughs> I actually just read in one of my books. That was one of like the words in there that I had to look it up. But I was like, what the hell is mintage? I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but that's just what I pronounced it as. Right here doesn't head, know ER. what that is. Okay, cause... cool. You need a mintage. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a loss or something. Yeah. yeah. He's not super familiar with money and like people's obsession with it, so he's like, "This is very strange to me." This giant lizard loves money. Yeah, how did Vorna get this? Yeah, that guy is slipping. (laughs) (laughs) High intelligence, obsessed with money. (laughs) Not anywhere. I look over at his notes just to see yeah. he's got like wow. <laughs> he, anyone, just, just scribble. Are we Enigma T. I'm going with name tig. I like Magneti as our first guest was actually pretty good. <laughs> Wait, mintage. Uh, you say mintage and the the glyphs on the floor glow uh Turn from their dark purple to a bright purple, uh, meaning that they're they're close, uh, and you, it, it gives you the uh, the word. But uh, the as you refer back to the original note, um, it specifies an object that you can wield. I toss a gold piece into the chest, or try and throw one into it. Okay, uh, as the the gold piece crosses the the threshold of 
of these glyphs, the piece blinks out of existence and the glyphs uh, fade into the same color as the ice. Cool. You guys owe me a gold piece. <laughs> I think Voir owes you a gold piece. Everyone. Voir owes a gold Why would I owe a gold piece? Because you should have known that. Because <laughs> you're my banker, damn it. <laughs> that is true, actually. Listen, right. I'm basically pro. <laughs> All right, guys, who's gonna foot the bill to pay for this for for this magic anagram? Like, are we going? Are we going to divvy the cost up equally? Or, like, Rifier is actually chucking, chuckling while he's like saying this because he thinks he's very amused by the fact that money like makes this problem go away <laughs> money can't solve all the problems but it can definitely solve, it solve this one yeah it's all my problems <laughs> <laughs> if you just all right this. so there is a a chest ahead of you, a stone chest um ahead of you um on the other side of this this large room do we want to send load in alone to just get it <laughs> I mean, shouldn't we send the? Shouldn't we throw cash at the at the glyphs to make them go away before? I we think send they did. Anybody out? Yeah. No, oh, they did. They're, they're, they're away. Yeah. I've, oh, well, Why would you use mage hand to flip open the chests? Uh, as you do, the the stone lid kind of falls off to the side, and you see going um, to be a dull glow from. Uh, what you can assume to be coins from this distance and um, a couple items. All right. Use mage hand to grab one gold piece and bring it to Tobar. <laughs> I immediately say put that back right now. No. You do not go. <laughs> you, you, Wait, you do what? not go in between a dragon and its horde. Wait, really? Do dragons like know when they're? What are we even doing? Is that a power they have? We're returning its horde. You have. You know, that's a good call. That's we that's do not touch anything. Yeah, we, right. we are visitors here, and if we're going to negotiate, we're not going to steal from our host. Maybe we just remember where this is, and there's a chance that we get to take it with us later. Like for uh, sure, right now, uh, or, right or now, we take all the stuff out of it and put the lid back on. Right. Do you remember what happened when Lo took one of his items? And he, he became cursed and uh, attacked all of us? Do you remember that? or I don't remember that. that. Just put it back. Right here is uh, going to interrupt a, <laughs> for For those interested, roll a perception check. All right, sure. That's good, because I have really high perception with my seven. I don't. Oh. You really don't, right here. Right here, right here you can re-roll. You got a one. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I told you this feed this feed has become the most useful thing. Told you, so Mike. happy. Just so being happy. around me makes this feat worth its weight in gold, huh? There you go. Right. Nice. Thanks. Right for uh, you I'm... see uh, as as they're kind of arguing about the uh, contents of this chest, whether you should take it or not. Uh, you can see kind of out of the the pile of of gold and and silver and copper in this chest. Um, what looks to be a breastplate and fur set um, kind of poking out of, of the, the side now, now that the lid is off. It looks like it was kind of pulled with the, the lid as it came off. Huh. There's some armor and what looks like a fur coat over there. 
just put it back, guys, until we're I'm done. I'm just saying. What if we just had Daffin wear the fur coat? He's cold. What's the worst that could happen there, right? We go into negotiations and he recognizes the coat. I mean, we're, we're going to get into the dragon anyway. It's no big deal. Daffin, whoa, why don't you whoa. go and get the coat? Dragons are no, certainly that's smarted. a bad idea. That's yeah. a fence just to, to walk over. Right. No. It's a hell of a lot warmer than, than what I'm wearing right now. Why won't I? Don't do it. Daffin, don't. There's a chance we could do this without dying, and that's not it. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull out my uh, cartography set. And I'm going to put down the weights on some paper and pull it out. And uh, I'm going to quickly draw a map of how far we've been going in so far. Because I know. Because Rifeir knows how to draw maps. Because he used to do that for a living. Um, Either I guess let me know if Davin tries to go and touch the coat. Okay. I will. Uh, so far, he's he's. Yeah. Just in the future, let me know if he tries to touch it. Okay. Yeah, he's about uh, halfway between you all and the coat. Uh, and he looks in. There's, uh, there's some other stuff. In there. There's like a, a lantern in here. Some gold uh, armor. Huh. Davin, if you touch anything, I will shoot you. We need Whoa. to leave this alone. Why will you guys not listen to it? I mean, I'm listening. You're in to you, a Tobar. person's house and you want to negotiate with him. Dragon and you're just gonna go steal his not a person to not a house. <laughs> okay, his man cave. <laughs> not a, not man. a man. <laughs> kind of a cave. Cave, I'll give you layer, but yeah. Hey, Dad. Here's the thing. Don't the take thing. anything. But then, what else is? Can you see there? I'm like making notes of what is in what room. <laughs> I'm literally making. Uh, he, a he goes and, and looks a little bit closer into the the, the chest. Uh, there's a holy shit. <laughs> touch it. He's just rifling through. <laughs> no, if he touches Tyler, lets me know. He, he's he's just looking. Uh, yeah. There's a oh god. There's a lot of silver in here. Uh, yeah. As far as items go, it's just that lantern looks kind of weird looking. Um, and that that armor. Yeah. Thanks, Daffin. I feel like mention of silver vor like can, can we get over to the chest like Looney Tunes? <laughs> yes. On a pie. Hold yeah, up, we gotta self. get on track real fast, guys. So there is a cryptic meaning in an object that one can yield, or one can wield. Excuse me. So something in there has to help us, right? I gotta believe it's a lantern, right? To to reveal the path. That sounds like a thing. Seal the path. We might yeah. need the lantern to keep going forward. And we might need all the gold to make us rich. But, <laughs> but mostly the first one, but also a little bit of the second one. Well, okay. if we get out of here alive and either the dragon falls or the dragon uh, lets us out with some some of his booty, uh, I'm making a treasure map. Don't worry. I'm going to hold it up to him and yeah. show him. We can definitely come oh, back yeah. for this. But for right now, let's play nice host. Well, his security system so i mean yeah we so might as well just keep going like Ryan seems to be telling us that there's something yeah. in here that we're going to need the or, or like this place right the gift was the 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 high the the glyphs that we were just looking at were just how to disarm this sure but the second the the last two lines yeah everyone needs gold 
the item won't be far afield for with it, your path shall be unsealed. Something will unseal our path, right? right. I think it's probably the lantern, but it could be the armor or it could be something else within it. My, my, lantern is my best guess too. Um, can we go over there and do an arcana check? We're going to walk over with Daphne. Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll our contracts. Oh, 14 is not bad. All right, four. Calm down. What's up, bud? Load with load. the our contract. Yeah. Wait, uh, yeah. what? Why does load roll? Load doesn't make our contracts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, negative two arcana you are able to pick up uh that both the lantern and the armor are heavily magical uh the armor more so than the lantern hmm. it was that good or bad how, how are you gonna know you're gonna have to pick it up no 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 I mean, I feel like the lantern, Voir seems like he's right. Like, the the, the note seems to imply that something in the box will yeah. help us. So, the lantern. We... Jean reaches in and grabs the lantern. Okay. Uh, as you, you pull out the lantern, um, as soon as you pick it up, a purple flame ignites inside the lantern uh, and stays lit. Okay, I well, have lit now. Now. <laughs> in and grabs two big handfuls of gold and <laughs> what really? Oh my god! All right. Okay. Uh, put put down that you pick up uh, eighty silver. Yep. If that's the case, and we're looting. I'm gonna pick up the armor. Okay. Wait, what? Uh, you you guys? Yeah, went from, I mean, like, if we're gonna be taking stuff. We're gonna be taking stuff. Can we I give? Mean, this anything the, about the gold being magical? magical? Just the armor and the lantern. All right, I get. But we don't know. You don't know, though. <laughs> he does know. He rolled a seventeen. You might need this silver later. <laughs> I'm I'm arguing against taking the taking the armor. Oh, okay. I don't care about that. I pull out the uh, the coat and I give it to Daffin um, so that he has something warm to wear. Like if it's not magical, like dude, it's just a fucking coat at that point. So. If there's more than two handfuls of silver, the bar just keeps taking it. Yeah, there's uh, all in. Are you taking everything? I think so. Okay. Uh, so, all I in mean, all, if, if everyone else is going to take some rifle, it's going to like peek over the shoulder and be like, hey, let, let, let me get some of that. But I don't, I don't know how rapidly like war is digging in there. So I don't. You got any more of that? I'm good. Yeah, magic items. <laughs> uh, all in all, there's uh, 384 gold. Tight. 224 silver and 175 copper. All right. 175 copper. How much silver? Uh, what did I just say? Uh, 280. 280. Yeah, 280 and 324, I think, is the, the gold. Vor, are you really taking all of that? Yeah, I'll, I'll put enough to get out of this, you know, hellscape. Yeah, I mean, oh, if I mean, we're still alive. So are you taking the, the armor? Yeah. I'm going to pick it. Yeah. I just assume taking it. unburdened by all of my equipment, the money. Uh, are you, are you equipping it or are you just picking it up? Um, two questions. What type of armor does it look like? Uh, it is a breastplate that has uh fur on the size. In fact, let me share the picture in discord. And two, does it look to be my size? Uh, it is magical. So it is your size. Okay. 
um this all, all magical items um like kind of adapt to fit the size of the wearer dope hey guys i'm not i i do still kind of agree with tobar tobar your earlier point that might not be good to be wearing it in the presence of the dragon like there's taking his stuff and there's wearing his stuff in front of him you know like so um uh, i dropped I'm in discord gonna... what the armor looks like hmm that's actually really nice. Um, so I'm not going to wear it per se yet, but I'm definitely going to stash it in my bag that I have. Uh, would you consider having Daphne wear it? No, not in the least. I, I gave him the jacket. He doesn't get anything else. Like he gets the, uh, the jacket is part of the armor. It's all like oh, one, one piece. He gets no. nothing. He gets nothing. <laughs> he gets it nothing. Goes, yeah, it so all goes not giving up anything. Yeah. Why are the sleeves red? Why not? I Were they always really red? Like look, <laughs> is that a natural red? Like from someone's body? Yeah, we'll figure out later. And on that essential question, we're actually going to call it a session. <laughs> Way to go, Josh! You pissed Tyler off somebody. Key end of the game. <laughs> Classic, Josh. Rutgers is terrified.